the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony, on AM560, The Answer. I have a very special guest in here this week. Um, I, 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 I can only introduce it this way. It is the, <laughs> the, can I say it one more time? It is the Tennille Jackson joining us in studio. Thanks so much, and welcome to Black and Right. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. D- did you ever one day think, one day I'll be an AM560 answer guest hosting nope. on that on a show with another black-ish guy? No, not at all. Especially especially the name Black and Right. Uh-oh. Yes. Yeah, it's called... It's, it's a good it's, name. Yeah, it's caused a little trouble, but yeah, you know... A little bit. I've always bit. been a troublemaker, so you know. <laughs> so, w- welcome. Why don't you talk to the people? Who is Tennille Jackson? I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. If you want anything that has anything to do with digital strategy, digital marketing, understanding how to use it, the Tennille Jackson. Talk to the people about who you are you and what you do. First of all, can we lose the the? Lose the the? Lose it the just the. sounds so much more like, <laughs> that's the? You know how people want to, yes. hey, that's, is that the? Yes. yes. Thank you so much for having me on. So my name is Tennille Jackson. I am the owner of Digital Vision Enterprises. I am a boutique marketing owner. I have been in the marketing business now for about 20 years, um, which is sometimes challenging to say. Um, I have to count back. And through Digital Vision Enterprises... Which is Samsung? You want, you, shall we go there now? No, we, shall, we, we shall, can go there later. We, okay, oh, okay. And I am a very proud Android user, very loyal Android user. iPhone. Uh, <laughs> because every successful marketing strategist knows that if you're going to do and be well in this industry, you need an Android in your life. Um, but no, I am a marketing owner. And through that, I have founded one of the, I would, I would like to say one of the top Facebook groups now around called the Chicagoland Mom Squad. Yes. And the Chicagoland Mom Squad is an online community of moms. We network together and actually I started it from one of my clients. So my clients include people like Feld Entertainment who own Disney on Ice, Mm -hmm. Monster Jam, Jurassic World, Sesame Street Live, Jurassic World Live Tour. Uh Uh-oh. Sesame Street, exactly. Sesame Street Live. Um, and I also work with companies, small businesses, specifically on the south side, like Peach's Restaurant, Peach's yes. at Currency Exchange Cafe. I've never been there. Oh, you got to go. We have a we have an actual restaurant on the campus of the University of Chicago, mm. which is really nice. Uh, fancy, yeah, a little, little fancy, just a little bit fancy. We have a coffee line, nice. so I do marketing for a variety of businesses and just kind of making sure I'm really into. So I have a. Uh, undergraduate degree from the University of Illinois in speech communication. Okay. Then I have a graduate degree in 
in organizational development. Nice. And so at the end of the day, I am just a very bossy, organized lady <laughs> who loves to make sure everything is running exactly how it's supposed to run. I learned that with Google Drive. Listen, <laughs> listen here. And I have a, I have another client I can't talk about right now, but we, we're having that Google Drive make lists. Oh. Let's stay organized. Let's Ooh. do all that stuff. But my passion really is just making sure that, especially with the transition, yeah. and, and I've been a marketer, obviously, like I said, for 20 years. So I was before social media. I was before digital mm. strategy and before yeah. the need to have Twitter and you Instagram. Saw, you saw them where oh, it was headed. Where lived it, was going. it. Yes. And the, the transition that, that actually occurred and it allowed me to pivot and really create an create a business for myself that helped people kind of hold their hand a little bit, mm -hmm. make sure that they mm -hmm. understood what and why the importance of having not only social media, but having an organized, well-thought-out strategic plan for your long-term success. And how, how important is that? Because you look at a lot of these, especially these small businesses, they don't have a big budget, and you, you, but then you look at the graphic design or you look at the logo and you're like, yeah, I see why people, but how important is, because a lot of people, they think, oh, I got, I got this vision. I got, I want to put this out and then they throw junk out there. Yep. And, but, but how important is it to have a digital strategic plan on what you're trying to show to the people and to the masses? It's even more important, I think now than it was back in the day. One, because our digital footprint lives forever, right? True. So how many people do we know that have gotten in trouble for Twitter mm -hmm. for a tweet that happened maybe mm -hmm. 10 years ago, 12 yes. years ago? And maybe you didn't, you never thought that, A, I, I think when the, when social media started happening, so many people were in denial, mainly the people with budgets were in <laughs> denial, right? We don't need this. It's not that important. I still know people that aren't on Instagram, which is just ridiculous to me. I tell everyone, if you're, oh my I got, goodness. I'm on there. I have a thousand friends, but I don't know how to use it. Really. Why? <laughs> so Instagram, uh, right before I get out the car, I am an Instagram story Ooh, girl. Jesus so if me. we're not telling stories, because okay. even the social media industry has evolved True. over the time, right? So I think to answer your question... It's beyond important because if you're going to see any type of long-term success, if you want your audience to grow with you, if you want younger people, think about our children or grandchildren. Generation Z does not know what life is like without the Internet. True. They just don't know. So true. They won't know you if you don't exist. They'll look you up. I'll look somebody up on Facebook or Instagram before I would ever go to a website, ever go to wow. a website. But think about how many people that spent tens of thousand dollars on a website. And I say, I oh, just go to Facebook. We can create a free, a free Facebook page. Maybe we can do some paid advertising behind it. Yeah. But I get up in the morning and I may talk to 50,000 people before the end of the day. Right. Oh, wow. So strategically, it's important for your long term success. Is, is, is that how the moms group? Because you, you have a dad's, too. I do. But I, I, saw the I, I feel some kind of way about promoting the dad's group. <laughs> so I always am kind of like, yeah, yeah. And the dad's, too. I will, you know, invite them out. But yes, the Chicago Land Mom Squad has been we're actually approaching our 10th year mm -hmm. in business. I started it because Feld Entertainment had hired our, our family business to do some marketing for them. And, and they asked us to, you know, specifically reach out to the black community yeah. and lightning, lightning bulb went off. And they said, you know what? I think we should kind of zero in a little bit on let's focus on black moms, because as we know, mm. the a lot of times they're the decision makers in the house. True. You know, even if you are in a two parent household, a lot of times the moms are making the decisions. True. They're doing the family calendars. They're planning what we're going to do. Dad's just kind of jump in the car sometimes and they say, OK, <laughs> we're going, you know, because somebody said we're going. So I help with the calendar. Right. Deborah? Hey, hey, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, absolutely. So the mom squad literally was kind of a, it was, I, I created it really in a direct response for a client 
who I was committed to keeping my mommy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm a mom. I can reach out to black moms. I right. know them. Um, and But I wanted the group to have a longer purpose. Because it, mor- it morphed, though, right? Oh, my goodness. It morphed, and it has grown and evolved. And I wanted it to have a dual purpose. So, one, I wanted it to maintain my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wanted to reach and impact other lives and impact lives of business owners, bloggers. We all remember when bloggers were a big deal, right? Yeah. When especially business owners, you're thinking, okay, we need to find these bloggers. Now they're calling them influencers, which Correct. is which is a way more appropriate term. And they're getting paid a lot more money. What? <laughs> they're getting real paid. Like $2,000, $3,000, $4,000 post paid, depending on what you've kids, got going on. Though, on yes. YouTube, million dollar. JoJo Siwa is rich. She's super rich. Her bows are $30. So I got these twins, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> May, I got to figure they out how to monetize these kids then, right? They um, need a makeup channel. Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what Tanil's talking about, I have two twins. Their name is Karis and Jariah. They love to get into my wife's very expensive makeup. Yes. And uh, they love to make themselves. Up. I mean, Joriah is now learning to put it on, like on the lips. Yes, she's getting. I there. mean, like not you know, boy, no, just that's all over the face. Now she's lear- actually learning to put it on her lips. I love it. And I'm like, wow. But 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 because I mean, when every time you're right, so I always go straight to social media too to look to see if if somebody has a social media page, especially if they're elected official or somebody that's running for oh, office. Oh man, you'd be surprised how many people who are running for political office, their Facebook page is meager. This is this is my this is how I get every single elected official. I don't care who you are. I ask one basic question. Not only do you have a page, but when it's time for voting. Did you put an event page up to remind your constituents that they need to vote on an, a particular day? Right. Whatever that day is. Something as simple as that. Facebook does the work for us now. Right. Facebook they has do. evolved with us. They do. They have where they have specific legislative channels and, and tools that we can use. But something as simple as an event page that says, hey, vote for X. Yes. Vote for X on this day as a reminder. Facebook will then remind them consistently 48 hours wow. out, 24 hours out. But I guarantee you, if you scroll right now through your favorite elected <laughs> official, there is no event page created no. that says. And those are the strategic things that I don't think we think about. We think, I got to post. We got to post a lot. We just got to do all of that stuff. And it doesn't necessarily happen that way. See, that's why I said the to Neil. <laughs> you, you get this stuff better than most people. I mean, you just gave out thousands of dollars worth hey, of free advice where's my to check? people. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm so happy that you join us in the studio. Um, guys, we I think we're going to have a, a great show planned today. Um, coming up next, we're going to be talking with, hopefully, uh, <laughs> Chef uh, Cliff Rome from Rome's Joy Companies. Uh, what, what's the, how, how do you say that? Misin Plus. Misin Plus. And what yes. does it mean? Mise all things in order. All right. Hey, we're taking a break. Uh, go to my page, John Anthony at J. Anthony Speaks. Uh, share the video. Share the video. Give it a like. Tell us what you think of the show. We got, we're going to have a great show today. We're enjoying in studio with Tennille Jackson. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. 
Dialed Up Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. In studio, joining me today is Tennille Jackson. Hey. Uh, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, despite I, your iPhone. Oh, gosh. We're going to have that discussion before oh, we're deep, done. Yes, deeply. Because I'm an iPhone guy. I'm proud. You know what? I'm proud to be an iPhone guy. That's because he spent <laughs> a lot of money for no reason. Oh, my God. No, actually, I got it uh, on a deal. <laughs> sure you did. It was a, it was a deal with AT&T. Sure, Come on, sure now. Ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> but um, joining us today is a, a good friend of yours, so I'll toss it over to you and let you introduce who he is. Because, and I, I, I don't know, let me tell you, I think it's a great program. Um, I, I, I would love to come visit it and see what yeah. it's about, too. So over to you. Absolutely. So he's there. Can he hear us? He's there. He can hear us. Yeah, yeah. Good afternoon, I'm Chef Cliff Rome. How are you? Good. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Thank you for joining us today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Aww. Absolutely. I know you're super busy, so we will not hold up a lot of your time. But I definitely wanted to take, the, <laughs> take up this opportunity, despite the fact that you, too, are an iPhone user. Oh, which awesome. Is, I like I it already. No. <laughs> no. I'm no. not that good with technology, but I, I do have an iPhone. Yes. So Chevron would be one of my success stories Uh-oh. as it relates to social media, the evolution. He is a business owner. He is an entrepreneur. He's a restaurateur. Um, and he has really grown over the years to understand the importance of social media and what that means. But specifically today, Chef, can you tell us, tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So um, I've been in food service for about 30 years now. Um, I think uh, a humble beginnings, like most people, started off in the kitchen with a loved one. And uh, I understood that I had a passion for something. But I I, I soon put that passion into uh, education and and attended Kendall College for Culinary Arts. And and I got an internship with a a guy named Wolfgang Puck. Um, So (laughs) that chef and and, uh, working under the tutelage of of him afforded me opportunities to travel abroad. And, And then eventually to come back to the States, especially in Chicago, um, and create a, a brand called uh, Rome's Joy. And, and from there, uh, with our catering company, uh, we created these other brands, which are almost like subsidiaries of, of uh, catering in, in the food and culinary industry. So from Peaches Restaurant at the corner of 47 Drive in Chicago, uh, just the our, name Peaches. Uh, just when I saw the name, I was like, I gotta, I gotta on, get now. over there. But I, I'm not in Chicago enough, so I'm sorry. That's all right. Get you some peach cobbler. Oh. The soul. <laughs> <laughs> so, so our, our brand, is, you know, our Peaches brand has spawned off uh, um, brothers and sisters of that. So we have a Peaches at uh, Currency Exchange, uh, which is 305 East 55th. And we have Peaches uh, at University on the campus of the University of Chicago. So, um, you know, we, we, we've been steeped in culinary and hospitality tradition. So um, that in a nutshell is who I am and, and what we've been doing. And can we talk a little bit about our Mison Plus program? Because I think that's one of the uh, one of the coolest things I think that we've got going on right now is the Mison Plus program and its importance to the community as a whole. Yeah, yes, absolutely. So first of all, Mison Plus is a French term for all things in order. Um, in every kitchen, uh, one of the um, terms that is used is Mison Plus because what you want to do is make sure you have uh, all the ingredients um, that you need to prepare any dish. So we just took that term and that meaning and then made it applicable to our community. Um, at the end of the day, what we've said 
is that no one's coming to save us. So what you have to do is you have wow. to put those resources to work. And um, we decided to reinvest into human capital, work with individuals who live in the community, uh, who eventually want to work in the community, but more importantly, they understand the community they live in. And so for that, um, our training program starts what we call fundamentals, just a basic uh, life skills that are tra- all transferable uh, to any individual who wants to be in food service, but more importantly, wants order in their life. And so we've used that as a, as a um, gauge to see if, in fact, a person would want to go into this industry. And if they do, then it's the foundation building, um, building block. And it's been something, it's, I guess it's been a principle of our, right. of our business because um, we've put a lot of people through that program and, and we've had great success and, and we try to uh, monetize that by, you know, uh, evaluating what we need to do in terms of the trends of the industry and, and, and just the individuals that come, you know, to our doorstep. Hey, hey Chef Ron, is, is this program only available to Chicago area students or let's say you have somebody, I live in Joliet. Uh, you have somebody okay. in Joliet, and I was like, hey, I know a good program that you can get involved in. Is it just Chicago-centric, or can someone that's in, in, in other cities throughout Illinois participate? Well, um, the, the way that the program is uh, designed is designed in several cohorts. So a cohort for us works about four weeks at a time. So if there's a, if there's a slot that we have um, and we're designing something for individuals who want to participate, if they're not part of an organization or a part of a not-for-profit and they just want to take a class, then we have to design something that be open to the general public and, and that way you'd be able to you know, be a part of that. It sounds like you're being a little shady towards the suburbanites. That's what it sounds like. I don't, I, that's, I, that's what, what I heard. It sounds like. That's what I got. I, I, heard too. That. I got that from Did you too. hear that? I I... Stop it. <laughs> We're located in, Chef Rome is located in Bronzeville, and I think that's something that's super important. And I think to answer your question, the need is there. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about working with Chef Rome. We understand and he understands the need yeah. of what the south side of Chicago needs specifically and why it's important. Here's another question. Um, I used to work for an organization called Safer Foundation. Uh, I used to run um, the the youth empowerment program. Uh, It's a place where kids go and get their GEDs and things of that nature. Have you ever thought about um, helping kids, at those kids who are probably have had trouble with the law, uh, coming in there and working with your program? Oh, absolutely. We actually work with a program very similar. Um, it is the Alternative School Network. Okay. okay. So individuals who have uh, had challenging paths, um, we, we definitely encourage them to be passionate about something. If that something happens to be culinary or in hospitality, then it kind of lines right up with our mission as well. Is there an age limit? I mean, you have to be this 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 young, this old, or you can come in at whoever, whatever, however old you are, you can come into this program? Well, generally, the, the typical age uh, range is 16 to 35. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big, yeah, pretty big jump. Because, what you you know, I guess part of the premise is, is this understanding of getting individuals in that are younger, but generally high school age. But then uh, as you start to look at the program and it, it matures, uh, so does the, the, the age limit of the individual. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I can see I can see the need for this. I used to be a cop out in the in the suburbs, you know, the place that you um, <clears throat> don't like that much. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> but but I can really see something because my, my, my this is this is you know, you're right up my alley. 
uh, when it comes to especially young kids who are trying to like really change their lives. Uh, I can really see this being very productive and very fruitful in the Joliet, Bolingbrook, Aurora area. Uh, because I've, right. I've run into a lot of kids who are, are into culinary arts, uh, and there's not too much out in that area, <laughs> especially for, for black kids, you know. Absolutely. Uh, and I, th- right. I think what you're doing is a yeoman's work. I think, um, so is there a place where people can find you? Where, is there a place where uh, you have a website, you have, uh, so people can get involved? And is there a way to contribute? I mean, how, how can somebody who's like, you know what, I love that program, my listeners who are listening now will say, I'm interested in how do I give back or how can I give to that program? So, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, our, our website is uh, Mise Place. It's uh, M-I-S-E-N-P-L-A-C-E dot org. Okay. And there is a donate button. So, you can go to that website. You can uh, kind of peruse it and look and see what we've done, what we're doing, what our mission is. And at the end of that, and if you're... If you're uh, purse strings are open and your heart feels like donating. <laughs> you click on that <laughs> donate button. <laughs> and those uh, revenues are well spent. Great. Awesome. Thank you, Chevron, for calling in today. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, we're just joined by uh, Chef Cliff Rome, uh, Rome's Joy Companies, yes. Peaches, and all those. I mean, that was. The guy is bad. Yes. Uh, Cliff Rome has been, Chef Rome, Chef Rome has been around for a while. He's, I, I, yeah, I've he's never been heard a, of him. He's old. Really? Yeah. That's because he doesn't like suburban people, I think. Well, that's I, what I, it I, is. Well, we clearly saw that. Yeah. <laughs> iPhone user. Doesn't appreciate the fact that we live in the burbs. Hey, it's guys, okay. if you're just joining us, hey, check it out. Um, I've started a watch party over at Black and Right. Go ahead and look at the video. Share the video. Uh, give it a like. Um, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm John Anthony. She's Till Tennille Jackson. What's your social media handle? At socially Tennille, one N in that Tennille. All right. Hey, go ahead. Interact with us. Tell us what you think of the show or what you want us to talk about. The phone lines are open. 312 642 5600. We'll be right back. Listen to Black and Right. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony. Joining me in the studio is my guest co host for the day. To Neil Jackson. Hello. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. You, that, that song right there, Black and right, White. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, that was for uh, C. Stephen Tucker when he was in here. Uh, uh, I made it the Black and White show. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, but before we, when we, we were talking during the break, and I thought it was a very important conversation about analytics and how that drives your message on social media and how so many people, when, they, when they're deriving or trying to drive a message, they really don't look into the analytics of who's watching, who's looking and how that drives uh, and how that helps drive the message or de- de- develop the message. How important is that to people that are have businesses, politicians or whatsoever? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 beyond important, mainly from the standpoint of what are you trying to accomplish? It's the Internet. Correct. I always say it's the Internet like it's endless. Yeah. Right. But what are we doing? Who are we talking to? Who do we want to talk to? Who are we not talking to? And if we're not setting up our strategy from the end part, from the part where it says, I need to reach X. I want to talk to Y. 
I want to talk to the people in zip code 60440 and 60643 and then back into that. It's you're you're missing the sweet spot of what the Internet is has the ability to do for you. I mean, so it's important not only to have your content and have your graphics. Right. But what are we doing? What's our roadmap to success? Right. How are we backing into that so that we can say I impacted sales? I am I am a data geek. I am a businesswoman. Right. And at the end of the day, if we're not getting up, moving the needle, what are right. we doing it for? Right? right. And I feel like especially the people that I am, I interact with, we are too old to just play on the Internet to be playing on the Internet. Right. Now, yes, we want to interact with friends and family. But even for me in the social footprint that I've created, it's all strategic at the end of the day, strategically organic. Yeah. Right. So I want to make sure people understand that this is just me being my authentic self. But, yes, I do have an end, end result. Yes. My <laughs> that picture of my feet in the dirt at Monster Jam last night should generate some sales for my client at the end of the day. Speaking of Monster Jam. Yes. Were you driving something? I was riding along. Oh, you car? Yes. Oh, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't <laughs> no. put you behind the wheel. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I saw you with the suit suited up with the yes. helmet, and I was oh. like, "What is she doing out there?" Yes, my clients are so cool. So uh, last month I was on the ice, oh. right? So I got to do yeah, Disney wife, on ice. You, my wife was out there with you. Yes, I got to embarrass myself on the ice. <laughs> Did it you was fall? no, but I, there is that whole like, oh my God, I'm going to fall. Yeah. So the dirt I was really cool with, but I got to suit up yeah. the monster jam. I got to hang out with all the monster jam drivers yeah. um, and just hang out. But yeah, I got to ride along. It was fun. And you're driving a total different population yes. to Disney on Ice. Oh, these these on Ices, yes. this this monster truck. Yes. I mean, that has to the that value added to that is just it's it's amazing, right? Uh, yeah, it, absolutely. I think one of the wonderful things um, about Feld Entertainment and all my clients at the end of the day, but specifically with Feld, they understood the importance of our audience, right? right. Like. Black people spend money. That's what we do. We do it well, but we need to know where to spend money. And a lot of times what happens is corporations ignore us. That's so true. We've stopped marketing to us. We've yeah. stopped because, one, we assume. Well, depending on what you're marketing, that, stop that, marketing. Absolutely. Very true. <laughs> Very true. But when it comes down to that good old-fashioned family entertainment, I you you Feld Entertainment understood the importance of not only the organic and the long term. They've been around forever, yeah. right? The Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey Circus days. Oh, same forever. Group? Same group. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Wow. The Felds they own all of that, and they understood the importance of family, and they understood the importance of making sure that black people came to their shows too. Yeah. Right. A lot of times we cannot talk to us and then we can wonder why we're not coming until you take a, a, a step back. And 20 years ago, they took a step back and they said, hey, we can hire this family based business to help our family based business impact sales. And then for me, my passion is seeing the people who've never been to monster trucks, yeah. never been to Disney on ice. It I've wasn't even a one. thought. Oh, you got to go. <laughs> I've never been to one. I've never okay, been to we, we got to get you in there. We got to get you. We got to get you in there. But, you know, um, I, I've ordinarily I wouldn't take this call. Uh-oh. But, you know, it's it's somebody from the brook. Uh, hey, uh, I don't know if Hi. I want to call her the queen. Hey. Okay, oh, I'll go ahead. Queen Alicia Benford. What's going on? Welcome to Black and Right. Well, hello, John. I know How you're not you? calling to talk to me, so go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm calling to talk to my buddy, Tanil. Hello, <laughs> Trustee <laughs> Benford. How are you? <laughs> it's Saturday. What's well. up, Alicia? <laughs> yeah, it's Saturday. Hey. Get to I the point. I just wanted to call, call and say hello to Tanil and just let you guys know that I am one of her clients and everything Tanil has said is true about her and her business. She has taught me so much about social media. It's its own language, 
and I've learned a lot about uh, from her. So I just wanted to, you know, just echo that for the rest of your viewers. Look at you. Thank you. And you're doing such an awesome job with your social organically because I do try to get all my clients yeah. to do the or, go, let's try the organic route first. Let's just try to build an authentic audience that really cares about what we're saying. Yeah. Let's figure out what we're saying. And I think Alicia mastered that just in her journey. Don't tell us she mastered anything. She, Come on. Hey, <laughs> she reached a milestone <laughs> last week or a couple weeks oh, ago, and I was really excited. That's why she beats me up so much. Yes. <laughs> I did, and I was so happy to tell you that, Tanil. See, we, we're not going to talk to John. I was so happy to oh. tell you that. <laughs> you got 10 seconds. She, and I remember her saying, nope, just let it grow organically. So and, I even now even understand what all that means. Yep, because it's a, yeah, it's important. A lot of times, especially when let's say we, we we've got a like a last minute goal that we've got Ten to reach. Seconds. Oh, man. Alicia, see how he's hating on us? <laughs> he won't even let me get my real thought out. It's okay, but I'm proud of you and thank you for calling. Thanks so much for calling, thank Black you, and Right. And I'll listen in as long as well, I can. Continue guys. and share. <laughs> I, I will. Talk to you later. Uh, whatever. Hey, we're going to go take a break. Uh, Coming up next, we're going to be talking to John Roberts from the Hero Foundation. This guy has a story that you don't want to miss. If you're sitting in your car, don't get out of that car just yet. You're listening to Black and White on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Back to Black and White with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Hey, welcome back to Black and White. I'm your host, John Anthony. Got my guest co-host today. I mean, she is a professional. If you guys are listening, I mean, I, it's like she's been doing this forever. She, I mean, she's better than Mace Jackson. I uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Shots fired. Don't do that. Please. I've got Tanil Jackson in the studio with me. Uh, hey. But you, I mean, you are really good at this. Thank you. I, I mean, love like, radio. Yeah, I, do. I can tell. Yeah. Um, listen, um, the conversation, I mean, this, this, the, the social media, it's, it's, it's what's going to drive so much, you know. But I kind of want to. I kind of want to pivot. I think um, um, when I when I we were putting the show together, I was thinking about your mom's group and things that could help them yeah. uh, in the future. Um, and I thought about my good friend John Roberts from the Hero Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, John is John has a story, and I'm, I'm going to let him tell his story briefly. John, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. John Roberts from Hero Foundation. Welcome to Black and Right. Thank you uh, for having me, John. I have been looking forward to it for the last several days. Yes, yes. I mean, we, we did a lot of good stuff together when we worked on the heroin legislation. Uh, you were somebody that I would always uh, reach out to to say, what do you think about this? Uh, that's not a good thing. And um, you would tell me, uh, I don't know about that, but um, you were really uh, keen on the Narcan. And uh, why don't you tell the people what you do? What is Hero Foundation? Um, how is it saving lives? Well... John, as you know, I started HERO, which stands for the Heroin Epidemic Relief Organization. I started it back in uh, 2010, along with another dad, Brian Kirk. But both of us from Homer Glenn had lost sons, teenage sons, to uh, a heroin overdose. And uh, as well, like you, former police officer, the more and more I looked into it, I was stunned to find out just how badly and how quickly the... Uh, epidemic yes. is spreading. Yes. I mean, I, I purposely chose the name Hero because what I found in the evidence back 10 years ago was an epidemic was growing and spreading across our communities and across the nation. So uh, Brian Kirk and I could have just hidden in the shadows, licking our wounds and suffering after suffering the loss of a teenager, teenage son, but other families were just at risk, John. And yeah. You know how police officers are. Oh, yeah. I think everybody in the nation saw... <laughs> 
when uh, the shots started ringing out at a concert in Las Vegas, yeah. the crowd went one way and the police went right at the gunfire. That's the truth. So, uh, and I, and I, I, I felt to mention you were a captain with the Chicago Police Department, too. I mean, and you saw it in ways that, you know, back in those days, you know, when it was really hitting uh, the west sides and the south sides of Chicago before it started trickling out into the, the, the suburban communities. I mean, you saw it in a, in a way that it, it, it really, really hit hard. Am I right? You're absolutely right. I was a captain in the Pullman area, and I had nine beat cars and, and other auxiliary cars, but all, every beat in that district fought drugs every day. That was their primary mission. And back then it was the crack uh, problem that was just devastating communities in the city. And every day we fought it. Little did I know when I retired to go to my second job as a college professor in a local university that uh, I would retire and think that my family was safe in the suburbs, but instead, you know, I always say drugs crept into my home. I didn't detect it at first. And it doesn't take long for the, the powerful drugs out on the street today for kids to get addicted. And that's what happened to my youngest of four children. So I, uh, yeah, I ran back to, uh, something I knew very well, protecting my community. And I've been doing it now. This is our 10th year, John. We'll be celebrating our wow. 10th anniversary, April 24th in Romeoville at the Edwards Athletic Center. And uh, every year since our inaugural uh, event held in Homer Glen, when we warned all of our neighbors, and 700 people showed up that day. Yeah. That told me how bad this epidemic was. But for 10 years, we've been fighting. And unfortunately... There were times my words were too feeble, it <laughs> yeah. seems, but the stigma attached. Yeah. You know, the coronavirus, I mean, the president just finished speaking about the coronavirus. Thank God he's fighting it. But, uh, you know, it took so many years for other people to recognize this epidemic. Well, John, it's killed about 800, drug overdose has killed 800,000 people in our nation wow. so far in the last 20 years. And the numbers are still staggering. We lost just under 70,000 last year. Wow. Uh, there's 20 to 22 million people in this country, by most estimates, that need drug treatment. So it's a worthy fight. It's a fight that I'm going to do until I join my son, Billy. And I, in, I invite your listening audience. I mean, we could use all the help we can get. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not as glamorous and new as the coronavirus. It's an old epidemic, but it's killing so many of our kids. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to fight it. Yeah. If you're just joining us, we're talking to John Roberts from the Hero Foundation. John um, lost a son to the heroin epidemic, and he does a lot, of, a, a lot of good things. Hey, John, uh, I know, I know, we're going to hold you over to, after the break. For the, um, we're going to hold you for the next segment. Uh, but just in like, in 45 seconds, what are your thoughts on the safe sites that Chicago has implemented? Uh, is it a good idea? You know, I'm still my jury's still out on that. I understand if, if you know people with an addiction. You know, they want to offer space for somebody to go and safely use drugs. All at once, I mean, it, with the number of overdoses and fentanyl is in most of the heroin out there now, or the drugs they think are heroin, and that's 50 times stronger than heroin. You know, that would guarantee maybe a reduction in the loss of life. But, John, I'm torn by my old police days. If we make it too yeah. convenient, yeah. Uh, and, and, and because the drugs are still flooding across the border, uh, the southern border, 90% of all these drugs are coming in from Mexico. Uh, yeah. You know, if we, if those drugs are, it, it's just a dangerous combination. 
if you make it convenient and the drugs yeah. are readily available, so true. I think it will actually make it worse. True. So, so John, when we come back, we talk, we're going to talk about your rooms you set up, the trailers and all that, because I think that is going to be key. And I think uh, for parents who don't really understand what's in, the, in their kid's own room. Hey, you're listening to Black and Right Live on AM560 The Answer. Call us. We want to know what's on your mind. 312-642-5600. If you miss any of our shows, go to the 560theanswer.com. And check out all of our past episodes. While you're at it, like the Black and Right Facebook page and interact with us all week long. You're listening to Black and Right. Tamikia, I see you, and I'll take your call when we be back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Dot effects. Missed that song. This, this is when they made music. I don't think I was alive yet. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. I'm not that old. Uh-oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony. Join me in studio today is my guest co-host, Tennille Jackson. Um, I mean, you are so knowledgeable as far as when it comes to all things digital. Um, the strategy, the media. Um, my wife loves you, by the way. I love, I love Deborah, too. Oh, my too. God. She's, she's, she's learned a lot. From from just following and watching how you do a lot of stuff, she was like, she, she this was her idea. She she was the one that Thank told me you, to get Deborah. you on here. So, uh, but um, before the break, we were talking with um, John Roberts from the Hero Organization. Uh, hey, John, welcome back to Black and Right. Yes, sir. Hey, now I want to I want you to talk about the trailers and the the when you go into places and you set up rooms. Uh, I remember when I first met you, I, it was down in Grundy County. And uh, Jason Helen brought you down there, the attorney, I mean, the state's attorney, he brought you down there. And you set up uh, a room in uh, one of the, uh, one of the uh, right outside the, the gymnasium. And you had us go in there to see if we can point out uh, anything that was drug paraphernalia or anything that was drugs. And a lot of people couldn't. Talk to the listeners who are listening right now about what you do with that and how effective that is. Well, at first, I'd like to give credit. There's a woman who worked for Grundy County, and Jason Helland, great guy, great fighter. But he, uh, they had set that up in a high school gym. We liked the idea so much that we borrowed it from Grundy County. Now we have an 18-foot trailer that was donated by, you know, three or well, four different organizations. The trailer set up as a teenager's bedroom, and hit, hidden in this bedroom on wheels, we, we put uh, drug paraphernalia and drugs, mock drugs, and we invite parents to, to see what to look for. Getting an early sign or symptom of drug abuse is so important. And then, I, John, I always tell parents when they go through, it's adult education for me, but I, I, you know, I ask them, uh, have you talked to your kids about drugs? If you haven't, open that door and talk to them. And then the other thing, I ask them, is your school mm, yeah. doing any type of drug education and nine out of ten times, all I hear is, well, we, don't we still have D.A.R.E.? John, I'm trying to get another law passed. I built the Good Samaritan, as you may remember. But, yes. Uh, well, now this new bill is I'm asking the Illinois to pass a law that every middle school and high school student in the state, every year that they go through those years, will get at least one unit of drug education. Yeah. That's where this addi- where addiction starts. Yeah. I mean, Ninety percent of the people with addiction in the country today started when they're under eighteen. Yeah, and that's it true. Carries in and destroys them. And and I was so. a dare officer, so I I mean um, one of the things it would, 
it was like the highlight of my day to go there and, and to see these kids who already knew everything that we we showed them and presented to them. But John, so if if somebody wanted to say, hey, I want to bring that trailer out to my city, to my school, how are they? How can they go about doing that? You know, they can contact us and and looking. <laughs> I mean, if you go to the Hero uh, Foundation dot org, you can find our uh, website and. Uh, you know, if you make a request, we will respond. Uh, we bring it out April first, and we, we keep it out until October thirty first. So, we uh, we would we welcome everybody. Last year, we had it out about forty times at you know community events, uh, churches, police departments, wow. schools, and uh, parents are amazed at what they see there. So, if they want to uh, do that, uh, we would gladly, uh, you know. Anybody who comes, uh, who calls, we will do our darndest to be there. We have, we went as far as, as Nashville, Illinois. Wow. Uh, and spent a couple of days down there. But, you know, when you're fighting something this terrible, you know, it's hard to say no to a parent who I was like one time. Yeah. Hey, John. Hey, John. That's going to do it for our, our segment uh, for our first hour. But uh, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Uh, again, the, the website is theherofoundation.org. John. Again, thanks so much for being my friend and being on Black and Right. Appreciate it. Count on me. You yes, are sir. my friend. We'll be right Keep back. Great work. AM five sixty the answer. Black and right. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome into Hour 2 of Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Uh, joining me in studio today is Tennille Jackson. Social media, social strategy extraordinaire. Hello. That first hour went by so fast. It went by quick, didn't it? I, oh, yeah. my goodness. I love radio. Because we, I mean, it was, some, I mean, I think you were, you're giving out some good stuff, I think, when um, John Roberts called in. Yeah. I think, because that's what's hitting America right yep. now. You know, this heroin epidemic and, and the lacing it with fentanyl. And um, I, I'll never forget my first heroin call. Mm. It was, it was, I can't say that it was a 16-year-old individual. And I went in there. I'm running in there, and the individual was purple. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So Ooh. I just went and and propped him up a bit. Started doing CPR because he wasn't breathing. Started doing CPR, and he <laughs> he came. Oh back. no! Scared the bejeebies out of me. I bet purple. So yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I got behind uh, House Bill One with Lou Lang, and passed mm-hmm. the first. Uh, in the nation, most comprehensive heroin reform legislation mm. in the United States at the, at the really? time. Yeah. Really? That's oh, yeah. awesome. So, but that's, you know, and then my own, you know, family members yeah. um, who've dealt with drugs a long time. Yeah. One of my aunts, she's, she's proud. She'll tell you. Uh, Yvonne, she'll, yeah, she calls, she, she watches the show and oh. listens to the show. And she's like, oh, come on in, tell my testimony. I tell them. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so heroin and drugs and the usage of it is something that's, like, near and dear to me. It's important. And that was, I mean, even the last guest, that was important just from a, as a reminder, as a parent, mm-hmm. right? Just sometimes we skip over steps or we skip conversations that we're supposed to have, even the tough ones, right? And the things that we want to ignore. So that was a helpful reminder just in general to, hey, let's have that conversation and have it early. Because he, he hit it on the head. Yeah. Doesn't every school have dare? Right. Is Dare no. still around? No. Where did McGruff go? Yeah. 
<laughs> McGruff just got arrested. So, <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Was it McGruff or the bear? One of one of them just got arrested. Yeah. So, uh, but anywho, um, I, I know these people that are calling in are not calling in to talk to me. Oh, Everybody's calling in sure to talk to me. Oh, sure they are. They're regular so, listeners. Uh, so, joining <laughs> us on the line is Tamika. Is she from Chicago? Tamika is from Chicago. Oh, I met gosh. her in Roseland. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yes. Tamika, <laughs> welcome to Black and Right. Hi, how are you guys doing? Hey, doing? Tamika. Hey, Tamika. See? See? Did you hear that? Hi, how are you guys doing? Hey, Tamika. Hey, See that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not calling in for Jonathan. I'm calling in for Daniil. So, Tamika, um, welcome to Black and Right. Hi, how are you doing, Don? I'm doing well. Is this your first time listening on AM560 The Answer? This is my second time listening. Oh, oh, look at that. Ooh. Do tell. Ooh, right. <laughs> you got secrets. Do tell. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, you have an awesome show. And Thank you. I was calling in um, because I am a business owner of Mika's Cleaning. Uh-huh. And I'm also an active member of the Chicagoland Mom Squad, which is the best social media group and community that oh. I have seen thus far. Oh, well, thank you, Tamika. So how, how how has it been helpful to be a part of um, the Mom Squad? And, and I take it Tanil does a lot of the work for you there with your digital and social media stuff? Um, Tanil is actually just a great support of the community for Chicagoland Mom Squad. So she built the platform, and she allows us to do us, but she's supportive of what we do. So what wow. Chicagoland Mom Squad does is the collaboration of moms throughout Chicagoland area. And we are moms that are business owners, moms that work, moms that do a lot of different things. But as a business owner, how it has supported me is that I'm able to go to a community and help moms in my expert field or connect them with um, tools or the knowledge or even just things that they may need uh-huh. um, to be a great mom or to run their household smoothly. Yes, absolutely. And I appreciate Tamika. Tamika is one of the things I when I built the Mom Squad, because I knew it was going to work for me, I also wanted to make sure that it was going to work for others, other business owners. And I think the beautiful part about having 12,000 moms, 9,562 that are active on a daily basis wow. is that we, because I know my metrics. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, is that we don't have to necessarily reinvent the wheel when we've got things going on. So right now, Tamika is challenging everybody to declutter and uh, remove 40 bags of, of clutter from their home. I'm concerned with those that would have 40 bags, Tamika. We haven't talked about that. However, it allows her to not have to go and find. She has her target audience that she knows, essentially, if she comes into this group because of her support, she essentially gets to market her her services to this organization or to our group. And then hopefully, it, for me, I would like to see her business right. grow. So it's right. that trickle-down effect. It's that each one pay it forward type of thing. And 9,000 active every day, Every day. Oh, every day. Yeah. So, so, so to me... Yeah. It's so, an awesome group. The, <laughs> the other thing that I like about Mom Squad that Tanil does, too, is she, she connects us mm. to different... Um, organizations to different business owners to different people, um, different radio shows, black yep. and right. Yep, yep. Yeah, just like everything. It's a one stop <laughs> shop. Yeah, one stop shop of just the support that moms need. Um, the other thing is, is that it's not a group that is um, just overbearing. Where you're just like, where are these people? Who are they? Where did they come from? Mm. So um, 
as Tanil was saying, that she's organically growing the group. That's the other great thing, too, is because it's not just a lot of just stuff thrown into the group. Um, so, therefore, you know when you're reading something or the content that is in the group that is solid, that is, yeah. um, you know, something that we could, could look at and say, hey, we know that this is valuable information, it's safe information, or we know someone who knows the person who's actually doing it. So I, that's what I love about the group, too. And there's been moms who have um, found jobs. It's just amazing. Lifelong uh, friendships, which, um, which is awesome. To do. That yeah. interconnectivity yep. 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 Of, of Facebook, which is the reason why Facebook was founded. Yeah. The real reason. The real not, reason. Not, not the hate yep. people and yep. let me blast you type reason. Yep. Uh, how many how many businesses are within the, the oh. moms group? Oh, a lot. Oh, I don't know those metrics. That's the poll for tomorrow, See? Camille. Yes, You're that welcome. is true. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, John. Now, if we could just get you on Instagram. Uh, and an and, uh, Android, <laughs> and an Android. So, Tamika, do you use uh, iPhone or, Inst- or Samsung? Come on. I have an iPhone. Oh, get off the phone! Thank you for calling, Tamika. Thank you for calling. Thank you. You Goodbye. are the best. Hey, uh, how far does your cleaning service go through? <laughs> we 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 come to the burbs. We will. Come oh, so to you the like the burbs? Like, sure, you <laughs> right not like Alaska. <laughs> As you know, chef, yes, chef. I like the Chicago land area, so Chicago land includes the burbs. Yes, <laughs> Chef Cliff Rome. You know he doesn't like the burbs. He's a he's a city guy. He's you know Inglewood, Inglewood. Yes. And, you know he, uh, he doesn't want to come out yeah. to the brook. Uh, uh, to, to jo- holy at we will we, uh, lo- oh. <laughs> thank you for coming he's going to have a peaches one day out there yes oh. I want a peaches in Bolingbrook that would be ideal bring yeah. it yeah I bring it see. one day one day thank you Tamika well, John huh? go ahead okay, you're welcome and make sure you join the challenge too John let it go 40 Mika's cleaning let it go 40 Mika's cleaning I appreciate it. Now, now do you have a website or anything like that Yes, I do have a website. It is www.mikainc.com. That's Tamika from Chicago. Thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Wow. I mean, 9,000 people don't, that are daily Every day, active. yeah. So it, it took a minute. I always tell people I started off with four people that I loved, and we just kind of grew it from there. Each one kind of invite one. And now I've got, right now I've got about 350 that are pending, waiting to come in. As the group has grown, I have just been ridiculously selective about who comes in yeah, because, because now it's still the internet, right? Yeah. So for 10 years or for nine years, we've raised our children together, and now we've got a new group of people having babies, and Wait a minute, who are you? And I've got a culture that I've created yeah. that I don't want to. I'm not big on saying the rules because I'm not here to to manage adults but at protected. the end of the day. Yes, absolutely. And then we're sharing such personal stuff right. sometimes. So yeah. when you really put it in gravity of 12,000 people, I know other moms groups that have the 25,000 and the. I'm not, I don't know if I, I can't say I don't necessarily want to get there, but I might strategically break it off and do something different. But yeah, yeah we've got, I love all my moms and thank you to those that are listening. I, we, we have some really good conversations that help us to reflect as yeah. parents, right? Things that we may not have thought about that we should be thinking about that may hurt your feelings, but we got to do it. We got to raise great people. This is true. Yep. I mean, I have six of those to raise. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Five girl, <laughs> five of them are women. Oh five my, girls. Oh my! Uh, I am a girl dad. Yes, you I, are. I am a girl dad. My son, 
Yeah, he and I, we, we get we get, we get get beat up a yeah, lot. Of course you do. Oh, you guys are outnumbered. Yeah. As you, as you noticed, that segment, we didn't even follow anything that we were we supposed didn't. to talk about. I, did, I was looking at our sheet, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't think we're on schedule anymore. Uh, the schedule's thrown out the window. Uh, Tanil Jackson's in the studio, so the uh, schedule's going out of the window. We're not going to follow the schedule. What schedule? You're talking about a schedule. Run down. I'll email him for the past two weeks. Oh, my God. Google Drive. I'm, I'm just going to say Google Drive in my dreams all night. Google Drive, Google Drive, Google Drive. <laughs> <laughs> I am a very big Google advocate. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, despite okay. the part, despite what they, you know, track yeah. on us and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to be taking a break now. Uh, coming up uh, is a, as a guy, my father's business with Matt Thornton, uh, cop and Zion. Uh, stick around. I think you're going to want to listen to a story. We'll be right back. Black and white. AM five sixty answer. Black and right continues on AM five sixty. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 City Answer. John is in there jamming. Now look at it. John got that serious face on in there. <laughs> John's on the board. Hey, thanks so much for all your help today, John. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. In studio with me is Tennille Jackson, dropping the knowledge except for her Samsung. That's nope, the nope, only thing nope, that she's... Nope, <laughs> nope. I am superior in this building today. Thank you. The Android is... Oh, uh, you see these... Right, Android, The right? Android The Android. <laughs> but, you know, um, again... Putting this message together, it really, this whole show together, a message. See, that's the preacher coming that's out. That's okay. That's all right. I, 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 yeah. That preacher coming in. <laughs> no, my wife tell me, don't do that. No, don't, don't, she would say, don't, don't, do, don't do that. Don't you play with you. <laughs> but our next guest would, knows a lot about, uh, you know, that preacher tune. <laughs> um, Matt Thornton, he's from My Father's Business, where their mission is to engage with the youth in our community and guide them into becoming better versions of themselves. I we welcome to Black and Right Zion Police Officer Matt Thornton. Welcome to Black and Right. How you doing, John? I'm here. I'm here on my iPhone. Oh, <laughs> Matt! Yeah. Oh, first of all, did you forget to say hello to me? <laughs> uh, was it was it did I, was that the static How from you your phone? You? Was that the static don't from your phone? <laughs> don't be don't be mad at me, today. <laughs> So Matt, Matt, I I, I I think I was it was a couple of, maybe a year or two ago I don't recall, but I was sitting on my sofa at home, uh, depressed, um, and I saw a segment of you. I I don't know if you were on WGN or or Fox twelve or thirty two rather. Uh, they did a segment on your show. One of the news agencies did a segment on your show, and mm-hmm. dude, I cried. I cried because I could. I, I related to what you were saying. I'm a former cop myself, um, and I know how hard that job is. Uh, but I'm gonna let you, Matt Thornton. Who's Matt Thornton, and why did Matt Thornton start my father's business? Why is it important to the people that are listening to the show? Uh, why I started the business is it, it was a, we walked the same path. Um, like being a cop is something. It, it, it was a uh, the emotional side of it, the mental health side of it Ooh. is never talked about, and. Uh, I had I became uh, uh, what you would call just a victim of. Uh, I don't like to consider myself a victim, but I was I, I really fell into that category of uh, not handling this well, and and I have no one to talk to. So I really I sunk into a depression. Um, I hated my job. I'm like I really I, I blamed my job for my mental state. So wow. I, I I had this uh, this suicide plan all ready to roll, and uh, it's a very true story. Um, 
I was right at the end, and I'm in a parking lot and going over this plan. And this lady, out of nowhere, on a cold winter night, walks when nobody in their right mind should be outside walking. She, she walk, I see her walking. She comes right up to my squad and hands me this cross and says, you need this. And mm. then she walked away. And that's, that's a moment that changed my life forever. Wow. I've um, been there, brother. I, 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 yeah. was, I was in Target parking lot. And um, I just said, God, show me a sign. And a whole big bunch of birds flew right across my, the front of my car. And I was like, it was just too many to say, okay, God, I hear what you're saying. I can't do this. And um, I really feel that story. And now, how did, how did my father's business come about? So uh, fast forward a little bit, I kind of realized that, you know what, this job that was killing me, literally, um, I can take it and I can use it to, to glorify God and, and to, to bring unity to the, to the neighborhood. So that's kind of, it started with six boys, and uh, it's, the, the place that it's gone has been, it's, been uh, it's crazy. Like sometimes I've got to pinch myself. We've, uh, we've had, we got two locations now. Our, wow. our, our, general, uh, our general week uh, consists of, I'd, I'd say anywhere from 80 to 150 boys and girls that come where, where in. Where do now. you meet? You said you have two locations. Where's the meeting locations? We meet at uh, uh, Wesley Church. It's in Waukegan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we meet in Zion, right in the middle of our uh, of our city of Zion. That's uh, at CCC Church. We we use the church space. We actually got a we got plans laid out to make our own building now. You, you, wait, you're gonna you're gonna build a, uh, your own building? Yep, we're we're that's what that's what uh, that's what I envision, and that's what I dream. That's what's gonna happen very soon. How do people get involved with your business? Like, I have a moms group, and I know I've got moms that are up in the northern part of the state. But how do they? How do they? Uh, I don't know. How do you get your kids involved? We we basically we, we're just an open door. We take we take anybody uh, on Friday nights. It's usually it's kind of it gravitated to a kind of a high risk youth. So it's it's mainly a, a lot of our street kids that'll come in. Um, kids that might be out on a Friday night doing something they may not supposed to be doing. Um, and it, it's just an open door. So it's really just we we get anywhere from uh, single moms to. I've I've had uh, drug addicts come to help, mm-hmm. uh, come for help. We've had uh, um, handicapped kids. Uh, we got a, a a few of those that come in. We got a few homeless people that have been there. We just it's almost like a it's really there's no label on our uh, it's like a mini community is what I call it. I think that's awesome. I see you got the I'm, I'm scrolling through your Facebook page and I see you had uh, show us your tat day. I oh, yeah, that was a, <laughs> don't let my wife see that she's gonna kill me. No, I'm, I'm no sharing it. I'm sharing it all over the place. <laughs> I think I think it's important to have these types of organizations, very organic, but that communities have to get back to that, right? Yeah. To the part where you said it's an open door policy. Where do I go, right? A lot of right. times that's what it is. I don't have anything to do, so I'm going to go get in trouble, and I'm going right. to go do these things. But then to couple that with the fact that you are a police officer and you care, right. and this is, I think that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Our boys are, they're just, they're just great. We, most of them, we're mostly made up of boys. They can play ball, but it's really just a hangout, and we feed everybody. The most important thing we do is we, we call it halftime. Is when we, I sit down, and every single week, I'll give them uh, either a biblical lesson, a practical lesson. I have ex-gang members come in. I've had other pastors come in, military recruiters come in. I've had, I've had run the gamut of just halftime is, is the real reason we yeah, do it. Yeah, Everyone gets a message. You, you haven't had John Anthony come in yet, though. I would love to come up there. To yes, you yes. Get, get, let me get you on a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I, I already know. So, so Tennille Jackson, is a, um, she's like the social media 
um, extraordinaire. She looked. I, I, I guarantee you, she probably looked at your logo and said, "You need to have a conversation with Miss Neil Jackson." When we, I'll make sure I connect you two. No, I love his logo. It's a basketball with Jesus. I, I feel Jesus coming through that basketball. I get it. I get it. You know, my my sister, she designed that logo in probably ten seconds. We were like, "Wow, we so many kids." We got to get like something, something to identify by. Yeah, and she texts me back like ten seconds later with this. Does this work? I'm like, okay, cool. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Dude, you're you're really doing God's work though, seriously. And uh, I, 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 my, my my hope for you is that it it, it explodes, it expands, uh, that you get all, as much help as you can with the the building of this building. Uh, how can people get involved? How can people help with the uh, help you get that building set up? Is there a place that people can go? You have a, a Facebook page. You have um, how many social media pages? Do you have uh, a website anywhere where people can say, hey, and I'll put it on my, my, my website, as well. I mean, my um, Facebook and social media as well. Oh, that's so awesome. We really appreciate that. We, we, have, a, uh, we have a website, it's mfbyouth.org. And then uh, it's got our, it's our, our Facebook is that logo. with uh, It's on the bottom of our website, too. We, we, do, we do most of our work on Facebook because I'm, um, Technologically, I'm I'm pretty illiterate, so that's about all I can handle. <laughs> Join us on Instagram on that iPhone. Put that iPhone to use. The yeah, children like would that. love I'm, I'm Instagram. I'm in the process of, of getting better at the Instagram. We do have an Instagram, but I'm trying to figure that oh. out. See? See? I'm not had, If you had an Android. That, that chat snap snap, whatever you call that. That's How old are you? <laughs> See, I love this guy. See, I knew I was picking the right guy to come on here to have a conversation. He's with me with the iPhone. Whatever. He's with me with Instagram and the what chaps or Snapchat. What? I don't have any of that. Uh, meanwhile, I saw that bear symbol on your shirt too. That, that, that's oh, what, I'm a bear fan, brother. Oh, I'm with that. I'm with that 100. And, and and I'm a diehard Cub fan. Oh my gosh, diehard. Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> my wife may have a problem with that, but you know. <laughs> yeah, mine too. But 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 Matt, I, you know, I really appreciate it. I, I I'm really going to um, pay more attention to your to what you're you're out there doing. I'm gonna make sure I share what you're doing because, again, when you look at the the body of work that you've been able to put together and the lives that you have changed, I think these these young men will never forget. And 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 it's genuine. You can feel the genuineness of what you do. You got 20 seconds to give your class your your closing argument. I, I just love it's all about these kids. I, I love that I call them all my babies. Um, and from week to week, um, we've had uh, we've had five kids die so far since we started this. Wow. And from week to week, you just don't know who you're going to see, who might be locked up. And and, and we ju- we just know that the stakes are so high with these kids, and we love them. I love them like all like my own kids. All there's hundreds of them. I love them all the same. Matt Thornton, my father's business. Thank you so much for joining Black and Right today. We'll keep in touch. Appreciate you guys. Take care. I love you guys. Hey, I love you too, brother. All right. So, coming up next, Tony Rankin, the veteran who was honored at Trump's State of the Union, joins us. We'll be right back on Black and White on AM560, The Answer. To news in the house! (laughs) It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I just, I just want that, that, that. I want, I want that hook to just drop. It just won't drop for me. I just wanted to drop. Lose yourself. <laughs> Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony. Join me in the studio today is Tanil Jackson. Hello. Well, welcome. Welcome. It's almost Are you over. having a good time? I'm having a blast. This um, is awesome. But I gotta call Tanil out, y'all. 
<laughs> I gotta call her out. You know what? She's been all talking about this Apple, 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 iPhone, iPhone, iPhone. Hey, isn't it? Hold up your laptop. Hold what, up your what, laptop. Why just I, real quick. Just why, real quick. Uh, just okay. Oh, is that okay. a Mac? It is. Do you have an Apple? But we were on the subject of telephones, right? So when we talk about telephones, <laughs> okay, okay, fair, uh, fair enough, thank fair you. enough. I understand a MacBook Pro is <laughs> it's, it's where it's at. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, <laughs> before. Be- <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, what's going on with Mr. Tony Rankin? I think his phone is keep, keeps dropping. It must be some. It must be going under a, a, a subway system or something. And there's no subway in Ohio, though, is it? It might not be. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, you know, um, wow. You are, you have a Mac. I do. I have a MacBook. I, be, I, be, <laughs> I understand the, the strengths and weaknesses of an Apple product. Okay. The weaknesses all really lie in the phones that you all overpay for. Because of the picture? Because, yeah. is, is, is it just the, the, the photos you don't like? And I don't get all that. It does a lot for you. I don't, you guys don't have to really do anything but pick your phone up. That's not okay. I have okay. six kids. Why do I want to think? But, okay. But let's, <laughs> and then it, the good, oh no, I just, and then it's a lot. It does a lot that I don't think it should do for you, but it's, it's what it is. So what's your best part of the show today? My best part of the show so far, probably when uh, Chef Cliff Rome called in, just because he called in. So when 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 Trump, did you see watch the State of the Union? I did not. Okay, I, we, I had so. <laughs> Too busy. Could you tell your whole audience about my lack of political? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Thank you're, you. You're not. You're not. She's not no. into politics. So at we all. won't banter about. No, nope. yeah, not at all. Mm, so, nope. but <laughs> during the State of the Union, President Trump said this. Can you play the Trump clip? like Army veteran Tony Rankins from Cincinnati, Ohio. After struggling with drug addiction, Tony lost his job, his house and his family. He was homeless. But then Tony found a construction company that invests in opportunity zones. He is now a top tradesman, drug free, reunited with his family. And he is here tonight. Tony, keep up the great work, Tony. Joining Black and Right is Sergeant Tony Rankins, the comeback kid. Welcome to Black and Right, brother. Uh, thank you. You know, I when, when I as I was watching that, um, I mean, I got goosebumps um, <laughs> as I watched you and how you saw all these people, and you were like, "Yeah, okay, okay, uh huh, I'm all right." And as that pe- all these people were clapping for you, how did it feel? What went, what went through your mind when you got the call? Hey, you're going to the White House. <laughs> Well, actually, I really didn't believe it. I was like, okay. So I said, I said, okay to Travis, and I hung up and I told my wife about it. And I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> um, you're, 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 I think, is Tia your cousin or, 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 or um, niece? She's listening in. She's uh, waving at you. She's saying, give him a wave. <laughs> uh, uh, she's my uh, cousin. Okay. So, so, um, what, who's Tony Rankins? And give me a, give me a forty second um, talk about who Tony Rankin is. Tank, Sergeant Tony Rankin is. Uh, who are you? Well, uh, I'm a veteran. Uh, uh, when I got out of the military, I got married. I've been married for now twenty six years. Amazing. Uh, I was homeless. Uh, on drugs, couldn't find a job, and uh, and recovered, and doing a lot better now. 
and and I like to say you you are you are an inspiration to so many people now around the world who saw you and know and, and especially knowing uh what you've had to go through there's so many people know that now know that they can make it through because of your story and what would you say to that army veteran right now who's out there right now looking for hope what what what's your what's tony sergeant tony rankin's message to that that veteran not to give up even though i know that he feels down and depressed and no one cares just hang in there and do not give up because there are people out here that care and there are opportunities that he can have now that he can't get back on his feet amen has this changed your view of um president trump were you a supporter prior to and if not are you are you a supporter now well i'm not really a political person but i appreciate that he signed that deal for the opportunity zones because they gave me and others like me an opportunity, you know, to come up and to do better and to have a job and and security. Well, Tony Rank, Tony Rankin, Sergeant Tony Rankins, I really appreciate you. I know you didn't have a lot of time to join us, but I really appreciate you calling in. And I'm going to keep in touch. I'm actually coming to visit uh, Travis and, and, and all the things that he's getting ready to do out there. And I would love to meet you when I come out to Ohio. Oh, that would be fine. I would like to meet you too, buddy. Thanks so much for joining Black and Right today. You are amazing and an inspiration to me and so many others. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Wow. Tony Rankins. That's really cool. Yeah, he's amazing. And uh, hey, listen, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. Follow me at Twitter. Facebook at J Anthony Speaks and, and not Instagram. No. Oh, <sighs> sorry. Oh, sorry. My turn. And socially to Neil on all the socials. We'll be right back. <laughs> and now more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. John, you got some soul in there, brother. Hey, John. <laughs> you got some soul. Welcome back to Black and Right. I am your host, John Anthony. Joining me in studio as guest co-host is Tennille Jackson. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem. It's, it's, Man, this yeah. went by fast. Like, like it zoomed by. by. Man. Hey, it's, it's 2.45 studio time right now. In 15 minutes, we'll be out the door. Oh. Gone. We be gone. <laughs> uh, did you watch the tribute to Kobe Bryant? I did. I wasn't ready for it, but I did. Um, I bawled hard. Man, I hard. Cried. Like, where, where to start? Jimmy Kimmel just, mm. I mean, I was like, I don't think he was ready for this, which yeah. then made us not ready. And right. then everything else subsequently after it was just like, oh, my Monday's done. You, yeah. you, you talk about, and earlier you made, you used the word influencers. Would Kobe be considered an influencer? Absolutely. Who doesn't want their life to be remembered by so many people for yeah. like like that, you yeah. know, and I I was really taken aback by some some of the things that Michael Jordan actually related. Uh, clip one, empty tank. What he accomplished as a basketball player, as a businessman, and a storyteller, and as a father in the game of basketball, in life, as a parent. Kobe left nothing in the tank. Isn't that life, though? Yep. yep. How many of us really are dying empty? Yep. How many of us allow 
stuff that happens in our life to keep us from from propelling and finishing strong in life. Yeah. Um, he left nothing in the tank. Nothing. How nothing. do you? I mean. I mean, and, and that's part of your job of what you do for a lot of the people you do. Don't leave nothing in the tank. Yep. Put it all out there yep. and, and, and let's let people hear the message of your life, of, of your business, yep. because that's what reaches it. That's what reaches yep. people, right? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. He continues, Jordan, with the little brother clip. Maybe it surprised people that Kobe and I were very close friends, but we were very close friends. Kobe was my dear friend. He was like a little brother. Everyone always wanted to talk about the comparisons between he and I. I just wanted to talk about Kobe. You know, all of us have brothers and sisters, little brothers, little sisters who, for whatever reason, always tend to get in your stuff your closet, your shoes, everything. It was a nuisance. If you have a brother or a sister, you know. Man, how relatable was that moment, though? Just that moment. I'm a little sister, so I, I'm, all, I'm all, all types of annoying when I need to be. But I just, I, I was so, I, did, I didn't know they were close. Yeah, I think, neither did I. I don't think anybody knew they were no. close. And I think a lot of times, just even tying a little bit of that into social media, a lot of times we create these 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 situations that don't exist. Yeah. We create these, oh, they must not like and this their stats and no, I, yeah. I it was the most touching, one of the most touching parts of the memorial. I I I, I just couldn't stop crying. I, I actually had to walk away from it because oh. it, it had me like Yep. And and see I'm not one of the I used to be a guy. You me talking about my emotions, my feelings, oh, I was that guy. That would not or would? I wouldn't. Oh, good for you. No, oh, I wouldn't talk. I think everyone should. I, 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 I think everyone should. We, we've we got to. Sometimes you need a good cry, right? Cop. Yeah. Oh, so you can't. But but that sometimes you need a good cry. It, it washes away the soul. It washes away all right? of the things that, that hurt and harm the soul. Yep. A good, a good ugly and a, and a good ugly cry. And too. I'm I appreciate the part where it, I mean I like the funny part. I know we'll get to that yeah. part, but I appreciate that like seeing a, a a man just because society has told them that not to right. Yeah. But but I, I think sometimes you 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 have to have that heart pricked. Yeah. And I and I and I have I have I've had my heart pricked in a way that I I didn't I never thought I would have my heart pricked yeah. before, and it made me go in. Mm-hmm. And and determine and figure out who John Anthony was, yep. and now my mom, my wife's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but now you know, I I I I I, I hurt. I, I feel the pain and hurt of people now, mm. and, I, and I didn't before. Um, but um, <laughs> to your point, it, there was a funny moment yes. <laughs> in the tribute. Yes. There was a plenty of funny moments in the tribute. Yep. Uh, crying meme. Play the clip, client. Now he's got me. I'll have to look at another crime meme for the next. <laughs> I told my wife I wasn't going to do this because I didn't want to see that for the next three or four years. The Michael Jordan crying meme is real. 
It's so real, and it's here to stay forever. You th- you, it's it's oh, never going anywhere? Never. It's so appropriate and so many reasons for so many occasions. <laughs> and oh. they put his face on almost. You oh, name it. Oh, man. So that's the sometimes that's the downside of social media, though, right? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> if you're the intended target. Yes, absolutely. And then if you don't know how to take it, right? So, right. I mean, I can imagine when that first, when that crying <laughs> meme came out, like how, like, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, really? You take yes. a moment. That's the. I think that's the one thing I didn't like about the tribute yeah. was I don't think that again he wasn't our friend, right? right? We were from a fan perspective, and I just imagine you being in a moment and your your face is on the jumbotron, yeah, because you're having a moment about your friend. That sucks. Yeah, that's I, I'm with you. That sucks. Well, we come back to wrap up the show. All right. Go to Facebook, give the show a like, Black and White Radio. Jay Anthony speaks on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Ha! I got you. You're listening to Black and White on AM560 The Answer. We'll be right back. This is Black and White with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. You're tuned in to Black and White on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Joining me in studio today is Tennille Jackson. Um, That went by fast, right? That did. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm really, really appreciative of you coming in studio and taking a risk on this kid called John Anthony. Yay! <laughs> I'm, thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. So, so much fun. We were trying to go into what was the best um, part of the show before we got Mr. We, Rankin back on the phone. We, what's your, what, what was your best part of the show? Of today? Yeah, today. I, well, I, I said Chef from just because oh, a client, oh. and I oh. know. I, I no, the banter about the the, the better phone uh, is always. A, I mean, it's just always a good one. I'm just saying the music. Yeah. You got an amazing board op. Yeah. I'm just saying, John, where'd you grow up? Oh, where I the, the Burbs, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Northwest Burbs. I'm yeah. way up there. I'm, I'm like eight miles girl. from Wisconsin. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm, hey, it's I'm, quiet, but it's close enough that Chicago is like a day trip. Uh, it's, oh, okay. it's nice. Yeah. So I'm are you about the Rockford area? Uh, I'm McHenry, McHenry, so yeah, Woodstock, Crystal Lake, that area. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, by the water. Oh yeah. yeah. And he's he's really good at what he does too. Clearly, he he, he makes me better. Yes, that's, that's my job. And I, that's make, hard. I make you sound prettier than you know <laughs> you otherwise would maybe. But yeah. and, and you know that's hard to do, right? <laughs> you make it very simple, my friend. You make it very simple. I, I appreciate that. The checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Um, I, I I'd say, um. The best part of the show today was all of the guests. Oh, that's a good. Oh, look at you. Hey, look that's the politician in me, right? <laughs> that's the old politician yes. in me. Yes. <laughs> no, but I, but I, I really appreciate it. Um, Chef Cliff Rome and all the all the good stuff he's doing in yeah. the city. Um, another thing that I wanted this show to provide was that there are people doing good yeah. where they're at, yeah. where they're where they're stationed, where they're located. Yeah. You know. And uh, Chef Cliff Rome is doing some good stuff there. Yes, he is. He is absolutely in Bronzeville and just making sure that our our young people are, in, especially the ones that don't have a life direction, right? Kind of to that point about my father's business. Mm-hmm. It's it's somewhat similar. So he's using basketball. Chef Rome is using the kitchen and the hospitality and service-based industry and just making sure that we're giving people a path right. to succeed. So, Danielle? Yes. I mean, oh. people want to... May want to reach out to you because I think you dropped some really heavy stuff today on uh, the social media side, the digital, the the strategic planning aspect. You can have social media, but if if you don't have a strategic plan, you don't have social media. Nope. 
So how can people say, if somebody says, hey, John, I need to know, I need her help. I mean, I'm like, she gave it on the show. Go listen to the show again. <laughs> how do people reach you? Absolutely. So I, people that really want to do business, I, I start with LinkedIn because that's really important for me. Uh, LinkedIn, just in terms of business. So Tennille Jackson at LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I have a website, sociallytennille.com. Again, uh, S-O-C-I-A-L-L-Y. T-E-N-I-L-L-E dot com. And then my handles are the same as well. So Instagram, I'm at Socially Tenille. Facebook, Tenille Jackson. Wow. You dropped some heavy knowledge. And um, I'm seriously, from the the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate you coming on. And and schooling me, I mean, I learned a a lot today, Uh, especially especially with that metric part about and and how we really got to focus in and hone in on that and figure out what what message is being uh, heard. Yep. If it's not being heard, how do we quickly adjust it so that people can listen to what we're trying to do? Absolutely. You have to have a strategy. And, and sometimes you got a weekly strategy or a quarterly strategy, but you have to make the Internet make sense for you based on your goals, based on what you're trying to do, no matter what it is, yeah. churches, business, politicians. Yeah. You have to have a plan. You've got to know what you're doing, why you're doing it, and then let's back into that so that we can be successful in yeah. this world, right? It's the World Wide Web. Yeah. Well... We're down to 30 seconds for the oh, show. Oh, I see his hands. <laughs> that's gonna, I'm like, oh, That's pretty man. much going to wrap up. He's, he's like, hey, <laughs> end up. this. But, you know, again, Tanil, thank you so much. I want to thank, wanna thank um, Chef Cliff Rome, uh, John Roberts, my father's business, Matt Thornton, Tony Rankin. Um, you're listening to the show where it's okay. It's really okay to think different. It's okay to be different. And where it's really okay to be black and right. See you next week. <laughs>